policemen are literally posing themselves as somebody on Grinder to go after these people who are quote unquote committing crimes. Yes, because in other countries it is illegal to be gay. Right. Right. No, I know. I know. I mean, and the fact that this is happening is ridiculous, and the fact that Grinder is letting this happen should be. I mean, I mean, it, it's kind of again like you spoke. It is a little bit of a double-edged sword because it's like, okay, what can I do in these countries to where they don't support the LGBTQ plus community, um, but at the same time, people who are creating and allowing this type of stuff to happen on their platform is ridiculous. So um, I applaud everybody out there um, who is going to be deleting their grinder. Um, and it is, it's what I like to call the dark web application, quote unquote, <laughs> right? Hello everyone, welcome to Tic Tac Topher. We X and O our way through topics, millennial success stories, entrepreneurship, small businesses rescue, LGBTQ pride stories, and more. This is Tic Tac Topher. What's going on, listeners? This is Christopher here, your host for Tic Tac Topher. Hope all of you guys are having a wonderful and amazing week. I am sitting here with our guest for today, Gio Johnson. Gio, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing wonderful. My goodness, it has been quite the uh, pride month already in the United States, hasn't it? I mean, it has. It has. There has been already so many celebrations and it's still continues till the end of the month. Yeah, I know here in Phoenix, we actually don't celebrate um, Pride until, is it November? Or Correct. It's, it's going to be this year, right? This year is going pandemic. to be in November. Okay. Well, maybe talk, talk us through kind of some of the stuff that you've been doing already, uh, just to kind of introduce yourself and some of the stuff that you've been doing. Sure, definitely. Well, obviously, we all know that through the pandemic, there has been a lot of things that have been reinvented and a lot of changes that have happened to um, for all performers and entertainers. Um, it is great to be back on the stage, I would say. Um, I am currently part of The Pride, which is a show that is held at Stacy's every Friday. Okay. It's actually composed of five former Mr. Phoenix Prides. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, we all have participated in helping in our community mm -hmm. through our Pride title, the years that we were Mr. Phoenix Pride. I myself, along with my miss, uh, were able to uh, raise that year um, over $55,000 okay. for the Pride Scholarship, which is like our main goal as the Mr. and Miss Phoenix Pride during our reign is to raise money for the pride scholarship and they give out $5,000 scholarships to uh, people in the LGBTQ plus community mm -hmm. so that they can continue their education and pursue their dreams. That's awesome. Now, Gio, you talked a little bit about the uh, pride scholarship mm -hmm. for some of our listeners who are not necessarily a part of the LGBTQ plus uh, community. Uh, can you maybe talk to us a little bit about that and kind of what, that is yes definitely um that basically in in reality you don't necessarily because we say plus you don't necessarily need to be um 
in the LGBTQ plus community right. uh, per se. You can be a family member and basically you apply for the scholarship um, and you go through um, the Pride organization, you apply for a scholarship, which I mean, to me, there's no better way of like giving for our community than educating our community. And this is like a great way mm -hmm. of having a really strong um, community so that we can have a stronger voice in our community. Right. No, I absolutely agree. I mean, when I still remember where I was when the pandemic happened, right? I mean, everybody mm -hmm. does. It's kind of like a little bit more of that, like September 11th type of feeling, right? Like, you know exactly where you were when we all went into lockdown. And one of the first things that popped into my head when that happened was, oh my God, my heart goes out to all of the kids out there who aren't, who aren't out yet and who are in families and houses that aren't necessarily supportive or understand them. So um, now we're on the other side of this. It's kind of like we're, we have a way to kind of redefine ourselves as who we are in this community and what we allow uh, to be the quote unquote standard of okay. Right. If that makes yes, sense. Yes, definitely. So Gio, welcome. I'm very excited for you to be on uh, this episode of Tic Tac Topher. Now for everybody out there who has not necessarily listened to an episode, we are going to play a metaphorical game of Tic Tac Toe together. Now it's um, not going to be like any other game that you've played um, where you just write it down on a piece of paper and it's over in a second. This is going to take about 20 minutes and we're going to kind of go through what I call some of the X's and O's of your life, um, just some main questions. And then at the end of it, um, you're going to either give some advice and then we're also going to address a big topic as well that's hitting the community. Awesome. Sounds exciting, huh? <laughs> All right. So the first thing that I want to address is our first O. Um, now, Geo. Uh, since you are the Mr. Gay Grand Canyon America, did I say that right? You did. Okay. Um, <laughs> what advice would you give someone wanting to come out in today's world? The best advice that I can give someone is that really stick to, um, to your conscious and what you feel um, in your heart. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was 17 and I came out, mm -hmm. I had to ask myself the question is, if I hide it, if I continue to hide it, then I'm giving ammunition to the people that think that this is wrong. But I like that. if I'm able to voice my opinion as hard as it may be, um, I will be able to get through those hurdles earlier in my life and be able to continue a successful life because... We don't want to give ammunition to the people that say, well, just because you're going to be gay, you're going to be homeless or you're going to be um, mm -hmm. a drug addict or so-and-so. It does not correlate in reality in any way, shape or form. Right. We can still be successful. And the best way is to um, go head on and say, uh, as hard as this may be, let's make it hard right now. And then you're going to be able to breathe so much easier. You're going to feel lighter. And I definitely say find all the support um, organizations that can support you coming out. Mm -hmm. um, there's one in 10, which is a great organization here in Phoenix, Arizona. Contact them. Um, don't, 
you're you're not going to be by yourself, right? And there's a whole community that has gone through hard things and that they're willing to help out. So this is a great organization. I always recommend it because it focuses on youth mm-hmm. up to like I believe like 22 years they help the youth. So even if you're being rejected by your family, this is where you're going to find like what we like to call our chosen family I as love opposed that, yeah. to our, you know, given family. So um, that's very important to be able to have that family support. That's awesome. I mean, you addressed kind of in that answer, uh, kind of what it means to be successful and also um, gay. Mm-hmm. And I mean, sometimes, I mean, in our parents' generation and in my grandparents' generation, so many people look at that, those two words as a contradiction, um, which is sad because you can be successful and gay. I mean, it's crazy. But um, kind of diving into our next topic, what's one thing you wish you had known when you began your journey? One thing that I wish I would have known is that there is a lot of history. Mm. We are not taught gay history in our schools. I wish we were. Correct. Um, It was actually from me getting involved in um, a local theater group back in the days Mm -hmm. that was here. And it was an LGBTQ plus friendly group. And they would do a lot of productions, a lot of original productions, too, as well, um, that would um, help educate the community a lot. Mm -hmm. I remember um, myself learning so much about uh, Stonewall and um, all these um, famous people, correct, correct, that really paved the way. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of times it kind of... gave me that uh, feeling of like, you know, we have it in reality, it may seem really hard, but they had it even harder back Mm -hmm. then. So they have already done all this work to make it a little bit easier for us. So it's just continuing those traditions and knowing that history. I wish that's one thing that I would have known. I mean, that's really, I think, you you always hear this saying that history's written by the victors Mm -hmm. right and when i was when i came out when i was 16 it was at the beginning of my high school career it would have helped so much that if in my history class the gay flag was hanging on the wall yes both metaphorically and physically i mean Mm -hmm. it would literally change so much but Okay, well, uh, diving in to another one. Who, um, who are the three most influential figures that you have maybe inside the gay community? Um, now, this could be historical, current, um, or, or not in the gay community, just in general. I definitely have to say um, the first and foremost, uh, which is really not in the gay community, has been my mother. Uh, Because my mother, even though she had been raised uh, very strictly Catholic, and Mm -hmm. so was I, um, there was never a moment that I felt not loved by her. Right. I, even though she had a hard time at first when I came out, 
because we have never dealt with anything like this, mm-hmm. which is understandable. We also have to kind of put ourselves in the shoes of our parents sometimes, because if they're not um, disowning you, they're just having a hard time. Right. We just have to help them alleviate those issues of I'm still the same son, right? You know, I'm still the same daughter, same son. Um, we still love each other this much. So let's get through this together. Mm-hmm. But she has raised us like her and my father separated when we were very little. So she raised us. Um, we were raised in Mexico. Um, she left her job, which she had a great job over there. She was like a general manager of a really high-end furniture store in Mexico. And she left without knowing English and brought us to the U.S. because we were born in the U.S. and she wanted us to have a better education. So the sacrifices that she made, Mm -hmm. you know, to carry three children with you and move to a country that you don't even know the language. Right. It's, it's, I mean, it's something that you're doing for a greater good. And she did it for us. So she has definitely been for me, the first person that I always have to name whenever it's like someone that I would admire. Mm-hmm. She's been a fighter all her life and a loving fighter too. Like, um, she's been like a mother that snuggles us like gives us so much love and i think that's like kind of build our confidence um the second person that i will name um is definitely someone that that i've heard in the community by being in the community and listening more into um, the information and this is a person that actually um gave me more information when we were in this theater group and that's Joe Marshall. And he would write these plays full of information and he would give us that information. So that as actors, we knew what we were dealing with. Mm -hmm. So I have to say he was very influential because it came at an early age in my, and me coming out Mm -hmm. and it definitely um, gave me an understanding of how important it is to know your history, your gay history, you know, Right. Because it wasn't easy for a lot of people. So that's the second person. And then I think if I have to say um, nowadays, someone that I admire, um, that I consider a really good friend of mine in the gay community, definitely has to be uh, Barbara Seville. I don't know if you know about Barbara Seville, but she's the blonde of Arizona, the blonde uh, queen Um, We call her, she has done so much for our community. Like she had for many years, the wonderful 100s and she helped raise so much money for Unrita's foundation for the AIDS walk. So, um, and she's done so much and I can definitely say that I consider her a friend. No, yeah, absolutely. I I don't recognize that name, but I think I'm more of a uh, visual person, right? So like the moment I see her face, I'll be like, yes, oh my gosh, I know who she is. Um, But I mean, you talk about kind of knowing your gay history versus like your straight history. And I just, I, I wish that was so much more of a thing in our past when we were growing up. Um, But guess what? You don't need to be in school to, to learn about stuff. 
right? Constantly learning. Correct. Um, um, there's always movies. There's always information out there. Absolutely. I have to agree. Well, um, I think a big tool, if used in the right way, is social media. Um, yes. If used in the right way, because it also can be used <laughs> as a tool for hate and ignorance. It is um, a double-edged sword. It is, it is. Um, but speaking of that, there is actually a big date that is coming up um, that it kind of blew up on uh, TikTok. Yes. TikTok. I'm not a big TikTok <laughs> person, um, but my sister... I'll have to show you a few videos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy, but all I know is that it is an endless scrolling type of thing. Um, but I actually heard about this from it. My little sister sent it to me, and I don't know how she knows about Grindr, but my goodness. Um, so June 21st, everybody in the LGBTQ plus community is boycotting Grindr. Um, because it stands for, I mean, it stands for so much of what is wrong in the gay community. All of the bad staminas. Am I saying that right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but essentially what it is, is we are boycotting it because here in the gay community and also as a gay man, there are things that are happening that, I mean, luckily we live here in the United States, right? But for somebody using Grindr in another country that is to where being gay is still looked at as a crime, policemen are literally posing themselves as somebody on Grinder to go after these people who are, quote-unquote, committing crimes. Yes, because in other countries, it is illegal to be gay. Right, right. No, I know. I, know. I mean, and the fact that this is happening is ridiculous and the fact that grinder is letting this happen should be i mean i mean it it's kind of again like you spoke it is a little bit of a double-edged sword because it's like okay what can i do in these countries to where they don't support the lgbtq plus community um but at the same time people who are creating and allowing this type of stuff to happen on their platform is ridiculous so um i applaud Everybody out there um, who is going to be deleting their grinder, um, and it is—it's what I like to call the dark web application, quote unquote. <laughs> right? I mean, everybody doesn't like to say they they have it, but everybody knows that they have it on their phone, type of stuff. Um, it's it's a hookup application, um, and that's. That's essentially what it is. And in the wrong situations, the application has been used for lots of really intense stuff. Yes, um, I definitely did hear about that. And I do have to say, I haven't had it in a really long time. Part Mm -hmm. of it is uh, being in a relationship. Right. But I did realize when I did um, have a grinder that there's a lot of bullying that happens through mm-hmm. it too as well. I hear it from other people posting things that someone sent them. It's so easy to talk so ill to someone when you don't see the person, when you don't put a face. But there it- is someone behind there and we don't know what they're going through. And sometimes just calling them a name can be really hard. 
Absolutely. No, I have to agree. It literally is taking the fact of people hiding behind their keyboards, right? And they can type whatever they want mm -hmm. because you're literally hiding behind a quote unquote fake person that, that you're pretending to be because Grindr doesn't have any type of ID verification. You could literally post whatever photo you want on there and then you could talk to whoever you want. I mean, here in the United States, they do have, you have to be over 18 to do it, but it's, I mean, it's, it's really, in my opinion, a little bit disgusting, but, um, but yeah, anyways, that's, I'm off my soapbox now, but, um, <laughs> I applaud anybody out there. And if you guys do want to be a part of this, I, um, encourage you guys to, uh, look up this date, June 21st, uh, boycotting grinder, because I think it's going to be sending a message um, and a very powerful and positive message um, to to the big company. And that's what it's about. Let's um, make these messages really loud Correct. so that people make changes, so that changes happen right. and we stop persecuting our community just for being gay. I agree. I agree. Because in, in, at the end of the day, we're not we're not preaching hate. We don't have any time for it. Um, and back in the day when we were trying to pass um, equal marriage, uh, that was kind of the thing. And it's always been a thing for me um, is to, to always speak love because at the end of the day, love is love and love will always win. Mm -hmm. So, um, but other than that, uh, that is our episode. Uh, Gio, where can our listeners either find you on social media or um even better, come and watch you perform. You have a couple of performances coming up here in Phoenix. I do. I'm definitely always performing. And I do recommend if you want to come to one of the shows, do follow me on social media because I'm always posting about those. Mm -hmm. um, I am on Facebook, G-E-O space Johnson. Okay. I'm also on Instagram as Mr. M-R-G-E-O Johnson. So you can follow me there. I'll be posting everything. Um, so I would say if you want to come and hang out with us, um, I'll always be, uh, most every Friday, I will be at Stacy's. Our show starts at 8 p.m. and it's the Pride Show. It's a lot of fun. Um, and I'm also coming up, uh, we'll be like at a fun um, party uh, this coming Thursday at Caramba. So come and have fun at Caramba and say hi. I've only been to Carambas once, but oh my gosh, it was the <laughs> coolest dance party, y'all. I encourage all of you guys to go check it out. But um, I mean, yeah, we have how many gay bars here in Phoenix? We have Stacy's, Carambas, BS West, um, Charlie's, Boycott. Boycott. There's so many, you guys. And each, each and every one of them has their own little personality. Mm -hmm. um, but... What's so funny to me, though, is that we have all these bars, but we don't have as many dance bars. So yeah. a few of them do offer dance, but um, I i mean, I grew up where every bar had like I love dancing. Dance. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's like fun. a thing for me. <laughs> but, um, happy Pride, you guys. Stay safe out there. And remember, love is love. Love will always win and hate will not. Talk to you guys soon. Welcome to Tic Tac Topher.
October.